Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord today. The writer said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And I give honor today to your pastor and pastor's wife. Um, I'm very appreciative for their leadership here in Alto, but I'm very appreciative of their leadership in the youth department of the Texas district. Um, we're in a day and an hour that there are a lot of challenges, but when I'm around Brother and Sister Grendel, they always renew my faith because I'm glad that our young people from the Texas district can look to them. And that's what we need to be. Now, I know it's sort of a, an ideal that everybody wants to go nuts and crazy, but that's not true. We've still got a lot of old folks who want to live for God. And we still got a lot of young folks. Who want, and when I say live for God, be apostolic. Let me put it that way. Be apostolic. And then I have to give honor today to brother and sister Littlefield. I appreciate them very much and their work and walk with God. Their son is my probably closest friend in the world. We talk three or four times a day some days, most days, and try to figure out all the world's problems. And We've not managed to do any of that yet. And then uh, my wife did plan to be here today, but our oldest daughter, is going into uh, surgery there in the morning to remove this deal right against her artery. And the doctor uh, said she ain't going to the hospital for this. We trust God. And uh, But mom, um, you know, they got to be there, I think, at 5.30 or so. And we had the grandkids. We was going to take them home yesterday, be here. And this was supposed to be later. But... Uh, she was supposed to fly out with me tomorrow to St. Louis to a general board meeting. But mom, <laughs> mom's just went out. And, uh, and then to be here today uh, for a special occasion of little Marley. And then uh, the, the Grendel children are just like my grandkids. I love them so much. And I'm glad that they have allowed me to be a part of their life. All right, I'm going to preach today. I'm not going to put you in an endurance race. I'm not going to try to preach an hour just to make a point. I'm going to try to make a point and do it quickly. And uh, because if you've been around church at all, you know we like to eat. And that's the next thing on the agenda after we leave today. The book of Mark, chapter 1. Mark chapter 1, verse number 7. And preached, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latches whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth 
of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. And straightway, coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open, the spirit like a dove descending upon him. I'm glad today for our heritage. I'm glad today for the word of the Lord. We're in a world today that is very confused, but even to the most unlearned of Scripture. It is the general conscious and feeling that the Lord is soon to come. Them pushing into Ukraine is a part of the word of the Lord. And I know a lot of folks get carried away with end time stuff. They just really like that business. Tribulation and Antichrist. And I don't get carried away with that mess. I'm looking for Jesus Christ and translation. That's what's going to happen. I know there'll be wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes, but he did say in the last day, I will pour out my spirit. So we got something to be excited about in the last days of the coming of the Lord. Father, we love you today. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Now, Lord, I ask you that you let the word of the Lord settle upon the hearts of your people. And God, you would do a great work here today. In the name of Jesus, I wish somebody just clap your hands of the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Lord bless you. You may be seated. I want to preach for a few moments, if I might, about I, I can't, but I know someone who can. I can't do anything, but I'm glad today that I know a God that can do everything. My Bible tells me that this God is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible said that He is the Lord God Almighty and He doesn't change. He changeth not. And so I want you to understand today that the God that was with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is with us here today in 2022. He, he is a God that cannot lie. Amen. John 10 and 10 said there was a thief. And that thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I want us to understand today that it is in the Bible plan that every man and woman that if you want to go to heaven, does everybody want to go to heaven in the house? Then if you want to get there, I don't care what you call yourself, Episcopalian, Baptist, Lutheran, Nazarene, or Pentecostal. If you want to get there, the Bible said you must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. You must repent of your sins, be baptized in water in the name of Jesus, Christ and receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call. He said, save yourself from this untoward generation. But I want us to know today, amen, between that 
time of repentance, amen, and infilling and translation from this world, he also told us to occupy until he comes. We've got more to preach, amen, than just a salvation message. Amen. Yes, we need that. That is our fundamental. Amen. Without peace and holiness, no man's going to see the Lord. Amen. But hear me today. Amen. I'm preaching about a God today that'll meet every need you have. I'm preaching about a God today. He's not a God of wood, trouble, or stone, but He is a living God. He is a live God. He's not Buddha and He's not Muhammad. He is Jesus Christ, the first, the last, that which was and is to come. So you hear me today. I, I can't do anything. But I know somebody who can. I know somebody that can take a marriage and put it back together. I know a God that can bring healing. I know a God that can bring a miracle. And you hear me today. They want us to push us down. They want us to shut up. Amen. But I want you to know Jesus is coming. And this world needs the God I'm preaching about like it's never needed it before. The psychiatrists and the psychologists of the day are probably making more money than they've ever made in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Amen. The prescription drugs that are being given, amen, it's all for let's cool you down a little bit. Let's help with your mind issue. Amen. Everybody's got stuff going on. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know where it all come from. Amen. You know, I, I, I'm 59 years old, be 60 my next birthday. And I, I did one time, I went to the doctor on a deal, had a surgery situation, and my wife went with me because the doctor said I had to go see the psychiatrist. And so I sat down with her, and, and um, I didn't want to go. Let it be known I didn't want to be there. And she said, sir, do you ever hear voices no one else hears? I just looked at her. My wife just dropped her head. I said, none that you would understand. And she said, well, let me ask you this. I said, lady, hold it. Just, let's, let's, get, let's just let's cut through the chase here. I said, my daddy beat me with a water hose. He knocked me down with a two-by-four. I've never had a spanking in my life. I've always been whooped. I didn't get a red wagon when I wanted one. I didn't get the new tennis shoes I wanted. I said, but I turned out pretty good. Now, I said, would you sign that piece of paper where I can leave? That was the end of my audience with a psychiatrist. But I want you to know today if you're battling things within your mind, and they are real. But I just, I just felt, I preach a total message about it, but I want you to know Calvary was at the place of the skull. Calvary, we've always preached, was a heart place, the blood place. But the Lord showed me a while back that Calvary was at the skull and he wanted us to understand that all the mind issues at the end time, Jesus said, I took care of that too. Calvary can take care of everything. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. 
I want you to know today uh, that he can renew your mind. He can renew your thinking. Uh, you may have been hurt. You may have been abused. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, Calvary said, I'll heal your soul. I'll heal your spirit. And I'll touch your mind. This church is equipped like it's never been equipped. We don't need a new doctrine. We don't need a new message. We don't need a new song. We've still got our song. We just need to sing our song. Psalms 137 said, By the rivers of Babylon there they sat down and they wept when they remembered Zion. And they said, Sing for us one of the, one of the Lord's songs. Sing a song of yesterday. I've come to tell you the devil wants to set you down and shut you up and wants you to hang your harps on the willows. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, you need to get your harp down. You need to play it again. You need to sing your song again. I, I, I preach miracles. I, I, I should be worried. My baby girl was at the house about two weeks ago. My granddaughter came for preview weekend at Texas Bible College and, and this place on her neck and, and, and she came to hug me. I just laid my hand on her while she was there and I said, Lord Jesus, take care of it. You see, uh, I'd done what they're going to do here after a while. Amen. At an altar, I gave that baby to God 38 plus years ago in Dublin, Texas. Uh, she don't belong to me. She belongs to Jesus. Uh, amen. So I'm going to tell you, when you put other things in the hand of the Lord, uh, you can say, devil, you can't mess with me. I belong to Jesus. You can't touch me unless you talk to Jesus. Hear me now. I can't do anything for you, but I know somebody who can. I know a God that can reach right down in the middle of your world today and fill you with the greatest gift, the greatest miracle of all, and that is the gift of the Holy Ghost. I can't do anything, please understand that. But I know a God that can. I know a God that can do anything and everything. I know a God that'll fill people with the Holy Ghost right and left. I can tell you, amen, I pastored 39 years. Amen, love praying new people through the Holy Ghost. But along the journey, I'm gonna tell you, I've seen the dead get up three times. I've seen blind eyes open and deaf ears unstopped. I've seen cancers fall off to the ground. I've seen bones were broke, set back, and God heal them while everybody watched. You just hear me, that's the God I'm preaching about and I'll go to the first part of my message he's the same today as he ever was I'm tired of people telling me God don't do it. oh yes God does do it just because you don't want to believe it amen don't change the fact God is able I was preaching for brother Littlefield's son in Tyler and um, the Yanceys the young ones, they came up one night and I, I was there praying and the Spirit of the Lord moved. And I told them, I said, the Lord's going to give you the joy of life in your home. And um, so a few days later, Brother Littlefield called me, his, his boy, Brother Mike Littlefield. He said, Story, he said, you remember preaching here the other day? You told the Yanceys, God's going to bring joy, they're going to have a baby. I said, that's right. 
He said, well, I just want to know, Big Daddy. He said, they just came from the doctor and said, she's got to have a hysterectomy. He said, what do you got to say about that? I said, well, she's the first lady ever going to have a baby without all that stuff. <laughs> and he just laughed. He said, well, I thought I'd get you. He said, but she's expecting a baby. <laughs> they got three of them now. I'm just telling you, I'm not going to let somebody talk me out. Once, once the word of the Lord goes forth, I can't do it, but he can. It ain't on me, it's him. He's, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. And I'm just going to tell you straight up and straight out, amen, there's a spirit of revival in this house. There's a spirit of miracles in this house. I had the honor to preach here about a year ago, but I'm telling you, there's a whole different attitude and spirit in the house today. God's fixing to do something, amen, in Alto, Texas. I can't do nothing, but he can. Brother Grindle, I'm telling you, God's fixing to rain on this house. They're going to come from the north, the south, the east, and the west, and God's going to perform the miracle of it all. I was preaching Brother Bullard's of pastoral installation service a few days ago. And I'm preaching and I'm telling them and I, I, I just feel that spirit in this place. And I told them, I said, some of you don't want to receive the word of the Lord. Some of you don't want new people here because you're afraid they'll get your seat. You better get your seat up and start worshiping God or somebody will take your seat. And I said, I'm just telling you, God will send. I, and I walk over to the door on the side over here. And I said, matter of fact, I said, God's going to draw them in. Amen. From, from the north, the south. And I, I, I said, God's going to bring them in and they're going to sit down on the. And while I'm preaching, amen, standing on the porch, uh, amen. A man and a woman walked down and sat down on the fourth pew. I never even seen it, but they watched it. And he came up and she came up. They baptized both of them in Jesus' name. And he received the Holy Ghost. I've just come to tell you, somebody needs to sound the alarm of faith. And when you do, you can't do anything. But the God you're talking about can do everything. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to you today about a God. Oh, but when he gets a hold of you, you shall receive power. You shall receive the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The anointing of God. I could tell you, somebody said, well, miracles in the old days. Come on. That's a cop out. What about miracles of right now? I, I, I was preaching. You know, you got to have crazy faith. I mean, real crazy faith. You know, some folks thinking, waving their hands, crazy faith. I ain't crazy faith. My God. That's like a head bobby dog in the back of a car. Ain't anybody do that. I took my girls. They wanted to go to a concert one time. Wiz and Branson. They'd want to be spiritual, I guess. I don't know. And Carmen was up. Y'all remember Carmen? Some of y'all don't know how to have a... He wasn't okay. I mean, I like the Happy Goodmans and some of them folks, you can understand the words. And 
And so they wanted to go, and so we went. And um, I got me a hot dog and a drink. I wasn't looking for a whole lot to happen. And I, I sat down, and I'm eating my hot dog, drinking my drink. And we're in one of them theaters at Branson. Paid about 30 bucks a pop to go in there. I mean, if you can do that and go to Branson, surely you can pay your tithes. Anyway, it's just commercial break. Preachers just have a habit. They can't keep from doing that. And so I'm looking around. Uh -huh. right? There's about 50 people on this side and 50 over here, and they all got their hands up doing it. I laid my hot dog down. <laughs> I had my girls and another family in the church, about 14 of us. I stood up. I said, get up. My girls, I said, get up. They all, I said, we ain't let no heathens out-worship us. Oh, yeah. I'm just come to tell you, he brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light. And I've got a reason to praise God. And I'm not going to let anybody out-worship me that don't have truth. I want them to get it. But you hear me today. He gave me truth for a reason. And I need to proclaim it everywhere I go. I wish God could do miracles. He can. I can't, but he can. I was in Mineola, Texas just two months ago. Sister... Bethel was playing the organ over here. I walked up, prayed for her. I said, God's fixing to give you a miracle in your body. She just goes to weeping and shaking. I go and finally she stops everybody. She said, ever since I had COVID, she said, my lungs have burnt. Every time I sung, every time I breathed in deep, she said, but God just touched me right now. I preached in Buna. Texas last weekend, seven days ago, a man there that the doctor said needed stents in his heart. He came up. We prayed in the name of Jesus. He went in. The doctor said, you don't have to have any stents. Main thing, you need to lose some weight. Another lady there, her blood. We just prayed, said God's going to cleanse the blood. And she went to the doctor and the tests that they had done that the blood was bad. All of a sudden, everything's good. I've just come to tell somebody in 2022, God wants to make this church a revival. Hallelujah. I don't know why you're in that wheelchair and it don't really matter to me, but I'm telling you about a God that has the ability to rise you up right out of that chair and heal whatever's wrong. You hear me today? Amen, I'm here to tell you our church is not anemic. The church is not a cripple. This is the church of the living God. And he said he'd give signs, wonders, and miracles. I want to see the the greatest gift, and that is people filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. But besides that, he said, greater things than these shall you do. In my name, in my name, in my name. I can't do it, but I know a name that is above every name. Are you hearing me today? At the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus. I know a God that can heal. I know a God 
that can give a miracle and put things together. Hallelujah. Sir, I don't know what you came up here today for, but I'm telling you, God is a miracle What did you come up here for prayer for? Cancer. I curse it in the name of Jesus. I can't do anything about it, but I know a God whose name is Jesus. And the Lord, right now, the prayer's already gone forth. Where I, I, I rebuke every cancer cell in this body. God only won't heal your body, but he wants to heal some yesterday hurts. Wants to put some faith back in you. Amen. The devil tried to rob and cheat away from you. Amen. That same God that you used to have great faith in, sir, is going to come alive in you. Hear me today. Hallelujah. Father, I'm asking you to give strength to these legs. Healing to these legs, every muscle, every nerve. That's our problem. We get scared of things. We see stuff that scares us. Wheelchairs don't scare God. Crutches don't scare God. Cancer don't scare God. Sir, I was preaching in Dangerfield, Texas, a lady in a wheelchair. She, we finally got up. She's shaking. Spirit of the Lord moved, touched her. She started walking back and forth across that church. I saw her at camp meeting year before last. She come up to me. She said, you don't remember me, do you? I said, I'm sorry, I don't. She said, I was a lady in the wheelchair that hadn't walked in seven years. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've just come to tell, I can't do nothing, but I'm here to, I, I, we can present things to a higher court. I'm not, we're not like the Catholic Church. We ain't left no words out. We're having to do a lot of rebaptizing because he left a word out. That's why it's best to have just one word. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Uh, I'm preaching Matthew 28 and 19 to you today. Need to go you therefore in all the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father. I know the Father and he's Jesus. I know the Son and he's Jesus. I know, oh yeah. The Holy Ghost is Jesus. And all three of these are one and they bear witness in heaven. I've just come to tell somebody, you can't do it, I can't do it, but I know a God that can do it. Who runs the screen? Are you good at it? Put a hundred on there. I never made none of them in school. My faith days didn't come till I started preaching. 100. One hundred. I got that little boy back there doing that. 
Can you make it bigger than that? In the name of Jesus, get back. Because some of them can't see that. But you know what? Call me whatever you want. But I just step back on that platform. I take total credit. If it's all wrong, but it ain't. But I saw that in this building. I seen that in this house. Somebody said, oh, you better be careful. I'm not careful for nothing. The devil's a lie. If you can have 400 at the beer joint, surely to God we can have 100 in the house of God. We were coming back home last weekend. Stop Mount Enterprise. And it's all decked out, man. They had their new boots on, their buckles shined. And some said they from Gilmer. Well, my God, we had some big country singer up here at, at uh, Nacogdoches. We went up through there. They had the police directing traffic all up in there. If they can draw that crying crowd for somebody that can't do nothing to them but play with their emotions. Oh, a hundred ain't nothing for God. For people, but you hear me, it'll be more because they're going to come from the north, the south, the east, the west. This is what I was raised to believe. And I'll go down preaching it. Brother Littlefield, he hadn't changed. The miracles that you've seen in Price, Texas, uh, amen, are the same miracles that are going to happen right here in this house. Ha! We just got to stand up and believe and ask, and he will touch in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord. Step out here, sis. Come on, I wish somebody would praise God. Praise God. Come on, everybody, praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I wish the redeemed of the Lord would say so. I wish the church of the living God would give him some praise right now. Somebody give the Lord some praise right now. Hallelujah. If you need a miracle, I want you to come to the front. If you need a healing, I want you to come up here with your hands up. But if you need the greatest gift of all, you need the gift of the Holy Ghost, I want you to come. Come on. Gather around the front right now. Lift up your hands to heaven right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
the right now.